Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fullest Podcast. Today's guest is someone who I've been dying to meet and really share with you guys about her journey and what's going on. So I'm interviewing today Dr. Judy Mikovits. She is a molecular biologist, an author, and a powerful, powerful woman. So hi, Judy. Hi, Nikki. Good to talk to you. So wonderful speaking with you and meeting you. Thank you so much. It's been um, just really wonderful reading your words and just really getting into some of the interviews you've done. I'm so honored to be interviewing you today. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm delighted to be here as well. Um, lo love your what you do in the fullest. And, and so Thank helping you. people is my passion. Thank you. So um, before we get started into all the um, current things that are going on, I wanted to ask you if you could please share with us about your background. Um, you've done so many things and I mean, you have such a big background in the work that you've been doing, but um, I know the start of your career, you started working on cancer research. So let's kind of start a little bit about that and then what took you into um, learning about, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome and what's actually going on here. Yeah. Well, so I, I got first, I got a degree, a, bio, a degree in chemistry, my undergraduate degree in 1980 in chemistry with a specialization in biology. So uh, with that degree, I went to the National Cancer Institute in Frederick, Maryland, where I, where I developed immune therapies. I was part of teams to develop immune therapies against not only viruses, but cancer. Um, so that Type 1 interferon is one of the, the first immune therapies that was ever put in people. Um, I went on to a program called the Biological Response Modifiers Program, where we were a translational program that worked with people with cancer, worked with people of AIDS, did therapies like peptide T, did therapies like adoptive transfer, natural product, hyperbaric oxygen, sort of any kind of therapies for cancer treatment in a translational setting with PhDs, MDs, um, nurses, doctors. We had beds there. We had the sickest people there. And it was there that we isolated or confirmed Luc Montagnier's isolation of HIV from people with, with um, they called it lymphadenopathy virus, but with from people with AIDS. And that was probably 1983 or so. So um, they closed that program in 87. And so I started my PhD thesis research to continue in a translational setting where at the time, um, one in 10,000 T cells were infected and yet all the T cells were dying. So they called it bystander effects. But my PhD thesis was, no, I think there's another cell type in the immune system that's involved that drives the pathogenesis because we knew some people could have HIV and never get disease. Mm -hmm. So and never get AIDS or anything of any kind. And it, it matters with respect to today um, with, with COVID because we know that most people who are infected with the SARS coronavirus too will never get any kind of COVID disease associated with it. Um, and the most vulnerable have other comorbidities, other inflammatory diseases. So my whole life is studying that. And, and um, basically in 2006, um, I, I first met patients 
with um, chronic fatigue syndrome. And at the time they were saying, well, it's EBV or HHV6 or, or certain things. And, and they didn't really understand the pathophysiology. That's what my degree and my experience is. Understand what about an infection causes a disease and then develop therapies to fix that. So I, um, I met some of the patients and some of the families and they had a lot of money and their kids were considered crazy and not sick. Um, so, you know, so that it was considered a psychosomatic disease. And I said, well, I'm a molecular, my PhD was molecular biology and biochemistry. So I'm a molecular virologist. So at the level of the molecules, I understand what causes disease and in brain diseases, just like anything else, it's molecular. It, it, these aren't, you're not crazy, you're sick. And IL-6, a cytokine that I'd worked with for years as in, in developing immune therapies for cancer and AIDS, is key to depression, to OCD, to um, pain syndromes like fibromyalgia. So we called all of these neuroimmune diseases, and you could see how the patients were, were susceptible to infection. Yeah, they were sick. The chronic fatigue syndrome was how our government minimized them. And that's that I think you know from the foreword of Bobby Kennedy Jr. You know, back in the 80s, it was said, oh, women got chronic fatigue syndrome because they were just whiners who who couldn't stand up to the pressure of corporate America when they're getting to be doctors. And, you know, it was called yuppie flu, as if you were a bunch of rich people, um, you know, who were just whiners and complainers and didn't want to work, whatever it is. But so it was really stigmatized to have the disease. And I basically, you know, just I did the same thing I've done with anything else. I met the families. I could clearly see disease associations. Why was one person totally sick? and others not. So we do the disease signatures, the inflammation. I, and, I, and basically these two very wealthy women had sick children. And so they wanted to start an institute. So I said, sure, we could do this. So we started the institute. We, we did the same thing we did back in the biological response modifiers program. It was my job to direct it from the ground up. I built the, you know, I designed the laboratories for, for isolating viruses and pathogens. I separated them out. I, so I, you know, I put the, the, my friends, my old colleagues from HIV into the game, back my laboratories, my former mentor um, as well. And, and we basically just wrote the grants to say, we're going to do a systems biology approach just like we did back in the BRMB. And, and it was those kinds of discoveries that allowed us to turn HIV into an infection you could live with and not die from. And that was our goal with chronic fatigue syndrome. But of course, um, and it got funded to the tune of like five to seven million dollars to study the pathophysiology. So we got the grants um, because of our approach. Um, we saw the disease signature first, and that allows us to isolate the virus from the sickest. So we isolated a new family of mouse AIDS-like viruses, mouse retroviruses, mouse cancer-causing viruses. They were called XMRV, xenotropic because they were in humans and not mice, murine leukemia virus, MLV, that means that mouse virus, murine is mouse, um, retrovirus, related retrovirus, RV, XMRV. And so XMRVs were a whole family of viruses covering a whole number of diseases. And we isolated them and published so you isolated that in patients who had chronic fatigue? 
essentially? Correct. Is that how it works? Okay. And it's not a that. It's not a it. It's a family of viruses. And so what 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 we when we made the discovery, we called it an it because people had sequenced the virus and cloned it in a laboratory in prostate cancer about five years earlier. And I was making drugs for prostate cancer. So that's my job in, you know, in industry, I was working for a company called Genius Biomed and we were developing drugs for prostate cancer based on, because the prostate is exposed. So it gets a lot of infections. So we actually developed a, a, a natural product related disease because I'm a natural product chemist so we, we a drug that would fit the prostate cancer and lo and behold it would fix chronic fatigue syndrome too but the problem was it wasn't just one virus and it wasn't the one they synthesized it turned out to be a family of viruses and it turned out the way it got into americans in in 25 to 40 million americans in 2011 had we had evidence of the viral infection and the way it got into humans was a contaminated blood supply and um and um vaccines so because of animal tissues yeah, so I read that in the forward. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I know that, um, and tell us a little bit of how it passes. Because uh, in the forward, it mentioned that 10 million Americans have this virus today without even knowing it. Probably three times that now. That was the lowest number. That was 4% of our original paper. So our original paper said, if you had a diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome and the signature of disease we were looking at, 67% of the people had this XMRV that had been identified, this strain, I should say, that had been identified in um, prostate cancer. Um, but... Um, other strains were associated with a whole bunch of diseases. And when we found out the blood supply was 10% contaminated, so other other situations, and then 67% in our original paper. So it was 3.75% of the controls had evidence of infection, but 67% um, of the people with a diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome that fit that signature of disease, inflammatory signature, had the virus. So you could see the disease associated association. Um, but in later studies, the confirmatory study, which came from samples from Incline Village in San Francisco that had been frozen since 1990, then it was 86% and almost 8%. So this is between 10 and really 40 million Americans uh, were the 8%. So that so they didn't care about the disease association at the time. You could argue that one million to three million people in this country had that diagnosis. Seventeen million people worldwide. But what was realized between 2009, when our paper came out in Science, and and 2011, when other people started isolating other strains of MLVs of XMRVs, then the government said, no, you can only call it, and it was, and it never was the synthetic clone. So the people that held the patents, Abbott and the Cleveland Clinic now didn't own the patents because we had the real virus and we own the patent. So you could see how they twisted this nightmare um, and, and literally perpetrated fraud to make this go away because the foreword of this book, our first book, Plague, the title of the foreword is A Disease 
able to affect the economies of nations. And so this little disease could destroy the economies. Why? Because at the height of HIV AIDS in 1991, it was only 1 million Americans. At the, and, and here we have 25 to 40 times that. And you caused it in the contaminated vaccines, in the contaminated blood supply. And now since 1986 and all liability was removed from pharmaceutical companies, vaccines got dirtier and dirtier. So not only did they cause it, um, they amplified it. And and many, many, many people were getting many different strains. um, And it was not only causing cancers and autism, uh, blood diseases, bleeding disorders, you know, cardiac disease, um, death, 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 SID, SID, yeah. This was the problem that the government had to fix. (laughs) So much that I want to kind of unpack for um, our our listeners because some people, maybe this is their first introduction to what's going on. I have definitely interviewed Robert um, Kennedy Jr. and he did share a little bit about 1986 and what happened there with right. the um, regulations right. and the law that changed. But I still right. want to. Um, I'd love your perspective on that. You were working in this industry during that time. Were you aware of what was going on, um, or were you still not? I mean, it sounds like 1986. You were starting to. I was doing cancer and AIDS research yeah. in 19. 19- and and the reason why I didn't become aware of it until really 2007 was so that's why the first thing we did when our paper came out we said blood supply because we knew and we knew um, you know that 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 had happened in AIDS and we wanted to make sure it didn't happen again mm-hmm. and, and so we we started the day our paper I'm have to interrupt you really quick when you say blood okay. supply is that when people go and get um, yeah oh a trans what's it called a a transfusion. Okay. Transfusion. Yeah. Right. That's and so, wow. Right. I mean, and so the blood from the vaccine, are those people that had originally given blood, that was because it was from the vaccine originally? Yeah. So you're giving, you get the vaccine, you get the contaminants, you get the infections. Chronic fatigue syndrome patients, as we said in the beginning, they were considered crazy. Mm-hmm. So nobody ever stopped them from just giving blood. If you have HIV, you don't give blood. And so one of the biggest horrors about all of this, when the government put uh, covered it up in 2011, when the problem got too big, it's not, oh my God, how do, what do we do? How do we fix it? It, it was, oh my God, we can't afford to fix it. There's no way we can fix this because we all go to jail because we know we reversed the laws on these contaminated vaccines. We know we ignored industry guidance that would prevent these things. We know we never did a single test. So, you know, with Bobby Kennedy. And then, of course, I was working, not of course, but in 2015, I'd lost my science job. I'm never permitted back in a lab. I think in 2016, it still said I was a felony fugitive from justice. And that's what Tony. Tony Fauci did to stop me from participating in replication studies and then tell the world I participated in the replication study. Well, you can't do virus isolation by telephone. (laughs) And despite of all of that, we did it. And we would have, we would have validated our studies. And when we started getting the only center that was a legitimate center in the multi, the 2012 
multi-center study led, um, led by Ian Lipkin, when we got that, that center positive and 86% positive, just like we saw that San Francisco cohort. It was a big gotcha, and Tony Fauci stopped the study. So no more wasting money. We were talking about $2.3 million. Look what this has cost us, you know, for what they've been doing with the COVID fraud. $2.3 million. I think it was pretty well worth it to, yeah. to find out things were really going through the blood supply and how, man, how big of a problem we have. But he stopped it, said it's all fraud. We're tired of that, Judy Mikevich. She's just a, an idiot and a liar, and she's making herself famous, and that's all she cares about. I don't really think a, a five-day stint in jail, your career ruined, being forced into bankruptcy, extorted into bankruptcy um, because you couldn't get a hearing and your, your attorney wouldn't defend you. And I've been told I have to stop saying his name because he sent me a, a legal threat because, yeah, he's the one that refused to defend me. He said, I won't go because he was going to lose all his business. So he forced me into bankruptcy, saying that was the only way to save my career. And of course, the government in the, used it as a as a, an admission of guilt. And then they tacked on, you know, 50, they, they fully crippled me and took away all my rights because of corruption in the bankruptcy court and corruption by lawyers who didn't do their job because they were threatened, you know, by the government, you know, and then when lawyers did do their job, they simply made sure the lawyers went away and the judges were corrupt. So it, it's been, you know, so that's, that's all of it. What year was that? 2012 through two, 2011 was when I was held in, in jail for five days with no lawyer, no constitutional rights, no due process, no legal warrant. And the only charge was something that was published in the journal Science, you know, November 19, 2011. You could go right to the journal publication. I'm not making it up. It said felony charges of fugitive from justice. Well, how could you be a fugitive from justice if nobody issued a warrant, if there was no crime? And it says right there, in, go, go to sciencemag.org and search Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, and Mikovits, M-I-K-O-V-I-T-S, and you will find the 23 articles where the journal Science, Science Insider, literally staged the destruction, make XMR fake science news in the number one journal in the world. And we see the same things playing out today with COVID, with nature and science in the journal saying, oh no, it's not engineers. Here's Here, we'll give you money and you go do this crap ass study and you'll make it fraud. And we saw, we saw Tony Fauci change the res, res, remdesivir studies, the drug, to make it the standard of care, not hydroxychloroquine, which is anecdotal. So here he changes the clinical trial to make it so that there is no, that, 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 that the drug actually works when, and adding more and more people and changing the study design so that you could say it has a benefit when clearly hydroxychloroquine um, has a benefit and actually prevents death. So does chlorine dioxide, as somebody, uh, Dr. Andreas um, Klotcher just, I forgot how to say his last name, Klotcher just um, published today or in the last few days and has been trying to get out. So you could see how the government is twisting things to drive toward a vaccine. I have a friend actually whose father is a heart surgeon whose patient right. um, ended up contracting um, COVID-19 and he treated them with um, arthritis medication. That is 
hydroxychloroquine. Oh, it is? And in fact, oh, gosh. And in fact, and it's called, it was called. Um, that was malaria. For malaria. No, but, but hydroxychloroquine, the one of the drugs could actually be, it's, I forgot the name of the drug, I'll think of it, Plaquenil. So Plaquenil is an arthritis medication and it works. That's an inflammatory disease. So itis, whenever you have itis. So if you use an anti-inflammatory, you prevent the cytokine storm. So you can, you could use that for Ebola. That's how they saved the Ebola outbreak from growing around the world. And that's a book you're that the book that you and your listeners can read. It's called called for life by Kent Namper Brantley. Look at how the doctor in the beginning treated to prevent, you know, even though Dr. Kent Brantley got exposed, he got Ebola. We all remember that from 2014. And then he, um, um, but first, uh, in, you know, when he was clear that he was probably exposed, um, the Dr. John Fankhauser gave him hydroxychloroquine, wow. saline, hydrate him and and put him in a dark place and let his healthy gave him a vitamin infusion vitamin c let his immune system fight the virus mm -hmm. and he didn't die he developed neutralizing antibodies they used those antibodies to treat the people who were most at risk so that is exactly what should have been done with this nothing flu virus this nothing coronavirus that isn't anywhere near as dangerous as 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 an ebola virus and did we do that and did did our, did our officials tell the president the right news? No, they did not. They did, they lied to him. And, and we can see it all in the books. Just go get the book called for life. I'm not giving you anything in this talk, and I haven't in any other talk that is my opinion. This book is not fiction. It has this many pages of references. So uh, all of this is the proof. All of this is the emails. All of this is the science publications. And if you want the short form, you can go to the Truth About Cancer um, live event in Anaheim, uh, October 11, 2019. And I gave a presentation where I just showed a slideshow of those articles from science where they admitted so they can't say I wasn't arrested without charges and I wasn't arrested for stealing notebook. I was arrested on fraud, charges of felony, fugitive from justice, and nobody issued a warrant from the places I lived, not from Reno, not from Sarks, not from where the college was. So it had to be some federal agency. And what was the problem with federal agencies on September 11, 2010? Federal agents are worried, are scared to death if XMRV works out. So what did they do? They started, as soon as I published that the blood supply was so heavily contaminated, and I didn't publish that in a paper, I gave it at a talk at the New York Academy of Sciences, March 29, 2011. It's there for all to see. And, and it's clear, blood supply is heavily contaminated, but what do we have? We have a method to clean it up. There's a company that came to us right after we published our paper, and they said, Judy, um, we think this test would clear the blood supply of any RNA virus. And I said, uh -huh. yes, I think that technology would do this. So they said, if we funded the study, would you do the test? That is, you'd spike you spike a high level of, of the blood, they blind all the samples, you'd spike some, and then prove their system would pull it all out of there. And it did. And not just for XMRVs, but for HIVs, for HTLV, the human T-cell leukemia virus, for Ebola, for Zika, for coronavirus, oh. RNA viruses 
Oh, so they, they, they thought, oh, we'll just take Judy out because she gave us the solution. And it's all in Plague of Corruption. So you can, your audience, it's a quick read. Your audience can read this after we talk today. And um, so it's a quick read. So the Plague of Corruption is, of course, you know, the corruption of covering up this truth. And now the corruption, the reason why we called the movie Plandemic um, is because they clearly planned it. They planned this event for right now to force all of us into those vaccines because the first people they will kill with that inflammatory signature, those cytokines I'm talking about, oh, CFS patients, autistic patients, um, chronic Lyme disease, cancer, um, other inflammatory diseases. And, and they will kill you with the vaccine, and they're trying to kill you and drive the disease with the flu vaccine. So what, one of the things I said I wanted to talk to you today especially is I want every one of your listeners to know that every one of these so-called public health measures are the exact opposite of what would what will heal you the the and, um depression is driven by il6 ocd wash your hands be fearful of everything il6 il6 so you're turning on the flame and then the worst thing of all if you get at the end of the summer as robert redfield told everyone in the world robert redfield criminal in in pushing a a, a uh, HIV vaccine on the military and giving the military AIDS, giving the military AIDS and, and PTSD and chronic fatigue syndrome and on and on and on. It's, I mean, that was criminal behavior of Robert Redfield, who heads the CDC back in the 90s. Same thing with Deborah Burke. So the, everything, those criminals, they're criminals. Tony Fauci is a criminal. He knows very, this is, this is treason. What he did to shut down this country and lie to the president. We can all see the data. No, this is a, the Wuhan flu is not worse than a normal flu season. But so why are we locked down? We would know. Like, I mean, I mean, I think that most people are still so sucked into the media that they, they probably don't see it. But well, so many, but you could see that we're all fine. Yeah. So many people see it. So why would they, and then my question would be, wouldn't they have a vaccine like ready to just inject us with, or is this all just get by? Well, they haven't, they haven't been able to make a, 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 a safe or effective a, a vaccine. And, and the reason I say that is because there's not a single test since 1986, not a single safety study on anything on the schedule. Why would they have to give you a flu vaccine every year if they worked, right? Yeah. They're not meant to. Why would, why would we see all those measles vaccines if you had memory? Why would we be seeing this outbreak, this epidemic of shingles? The chickenpox vaccine doesn't work. And so that's clearly in all of the, the forward for Bobby's forward talks about all these failures and all the scientists like me, where they covered up, covered up, covered up and, and, and destroyed the scientists who tried to expose their rather inconvenient truth that the vaccines are causing these 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 diseases, these chronic diseases. And then what the government's been doing is is H1N1, Zika, um, bird flu, swine flu they're going to scare you and and what's true about every one of those flus oh um bird flu h1n1 oh wait a minute we grow we grow flu vaccines in chicken eggs 
So they, they're giving you the bird flu, and then they're saying you got the bird flu. And the same thing's true of the coronavirus. There are coronaviruses in all animals. So you're getting the coronavirus from your vaccines, from the monkeys, from the dog cells, from the birds, from the cow, from the pig. How many coronaviruses? People do not even know that vaccines, what is even in the vaccine. So I know obviously what you're saying. I know that there are so many different tissues from different animals that they're using. So can you explain a little bit about what are in these vaccines? Have someone who's actually worked with them. And also, can you explain? Because people say, oh, you know, the in terms of like, oh, this is a cleaner vaccine. This These vaccines are from Europe. They're not manufactured in China. So yeah. they're cleaner. These yeah. won't affect you. So let's talk a little bit about that. And so I'm, what I'm doing for, so there's something called the CDC excipient list. And what that means, let's see if I can pull up the excipient list here. Um, so what the CDC excipient list has, and I don't know if I can share my screen, but I'll just, I'll read it to you. So here is the vaccine excipient and media summary um, included in U.S. vaccines by vaccines. And so let's just take one that they give every most child called Pediorix. So I'm just going to read you the excipients. That is all the other ingredients that's not the antigen. And, and I'll, I'll they'll like, so what is Pediorix? So Pediorix is um, a vaccine for um, diphtheria, tetanus, acellular pertussis, hep B, hepatitis B, and IPV, which is called, um, that's the polio, the injectable polio vaccine. So what is in it? Okay. Uh, that the antigens are the DTP, hep B, and polio. Those are, those are the only six things that are supposed to be in that needle and, um, and, and then saline, you know, a, a saline solution. Those are your antigens. That's what you're making an immune response to. Mm -hmm. Here's what else is in that needle that they, that they tell you about. Um, formaldehyde, glutaraldehyde, aluminum hydroxide, aluminum phosphate, lactalbumin hydrosylate, polysorbate 80, which is a detergent, neomycin sulfate, which is an antibiotic, polymyxin B, which is an antibiotic, yeast protein, yeast protein, Cat, uh, uh, let's see, where was I? Calf serum, Fenton Media containing bovine, cow extract, modified latham medium derived from bovine casein, C-A-S-E-I-N. Oh, why do we have milk allergies? Oh, you put casein in there and that's the allergic peptide. Why do we have trouble with antibiotic overgrowth of, oh, and you put some yeast in it and, and we're giving this, uh, let me finish because it gets better. Um, Vero monkey kidney cell. Vero Yes. So you've got cow viruses. You've got pig viruses. You've got monkey. Where do we get HIV? Monkeys. 
and XMRVs. In that polio vaccine, you brought mouse viruses into humans, XMRVs, that, that 25 million Americans. And since, my paper, since I was jailed in 11, it should have all stopped. It should have all stopped. We should have said no more. For the minute that work came out, and it was clear by 2011, we could clean up the blood supply, but we couldn't clean up the vaccines. Because if you filter out the, the, the antigens I just told you, you filtered out the monkey viruses, the pig viruses, so you can't separate those. And they can't do it anyway. They could make safe vaccines now. We know how. But because in 1986, all liability was removed. So you remember when was, you know, the, the box, the confirmatory study to our paper where it was 86% in another population of CFS, they, that came from 1990. That came from 1990 in San Francisco area, Incline Village area, and those had been frozen for 20 years. So it was clear what we didn't know when, when we isolated HIV and cleaned it, tested the blood supply for HIV. We didn't test for XMRV because nobody knew it was there. Mm -hmm. And when we discovered it's there, that's 40 years of injury. That's every single, that's millions of Americans. And, and HIV cost us a trillion dollars. We still pay for the damage we did to the viruses we sp spread through the, through the susceptible communities. We called it gay-related immune deficiency. And, and so it was only gays, IV drug users, and, 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 and um, prostitutes. And, and then we found Arthur Ashe, the tennis star, um, got it from a blood transfusion. Ryan White, the little child with hemophilia. So all the, the studies we did with the company Cirrus, who made the cleanup method, were done in the hemophiliacs because they get a ton of blood and they're all sick. And ITP from MMR. ITP is a bleeding disorder. You can look on the data sheet, safety data sheet of MMR and see some people get ITP and we don't know why. But what did I discover in 2011? I did an association study with the world's experts on ITP and he just gave me a bunch of samples. 30% of them had XMRVs in them. 30% of them had XMRVs in them. And what's even worse that we learn later you didn't need the whole infectious transmissible virus, which we proved exists. All you needed was the envelope protein alone. So when I read you casein and proteins from cows, cow proteins, where they carry bovine leukemia virus, cause cancers, mammary tumor viruses, um, breast Reading that, yeah, that was a lot of your work, right? And so they ditched the... They ditched the um, growth hormone altogether or just that company did? Because no, they, they, we, they ditched it all together because the whole industry makes the same thing. So the farmers wouldn't go buy the cows. So you see our work has to do with all GMOs. Vaccines are genetically modified organisms, no matter where, how you slice it. You know, oh, they're recombinant. Don't worry, the new, the new supposed um, coronavirus vaccine. So for the 20 years since the original SARS, which is severe acute respiratory syndrome virus, you know, was isolated and associated with that disease, they haven't come anywhere close to making a safe vaccine. In fact, it kills people and drives people. Same thing with MERS, which is Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. That was 2009. Um, not Same thing. No, but what did they publish in 2005? Hydro hydroxychloroquine, Plaquenil. Oh, that little drug. 
what is this about? If they were never able to, if they tried and they were never able to do it, what makes, why do you think they think that this is um, any different? And also their intention is to kill you. (laughs) they, They don't think this is any different. Their intention is to kill you. They've shut down our country for a common cold. Coronaviruses are common colds. Yes, this is more pathogenic because of the different receptors. Still, the data are clear. People are mostly immune. It passes right through them. There's no such thing as a healthy asymptomatic carrier of a coronavirus. You clear a coronavirus. You clear it totally from your system. So you do not, you you know, um, you, you do not carry it around. Healthy people will not make people sick. So this is what's happening. So they're keeping you out of the sunshine in the warm air that the coronavirus is done. They they keep you six feet apart. That has nothing to do with the coronavirus. You sneeze it in droplets. It doesn't go through dry air. Nope, sorry. It doesn't stay on surfaces for days like they told you. We don't have to take these toxic cleaners and spray until and wear this mask that is suppressing our memory immune responses so we won't remember our, our immune system. It's the CD4 T cell that we learned in HIV AIDS. We know this biology. We've known it my whole life. Um, adult career and 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 so we don't wear we don't wear a mask when we when we work with hiv why because we're going to activate our latent viruses all those viruses that your immune systems a good healthy immune system cripples and makes quiet goes to sleep dormant they wake up that's eight percent of our dna is dormant crippled endogenous viruses that we caught from other animals and our immune system said no none of that you don't, you know, so they, they know. So the big why, the only answer is it's criminal. It's a, it's a plague of corruption. It's a pl- it's a cover up of 40 years of vaccine injury and all the viruses that they've crippled. Think about all the kids with asthma. I'm sure Bobby talked to you about that. Yeah. I, I don't know if we got into the asthma, but we, yeah, kind of, we got into allergic reactions and all sorts of things, but okay. So obviously the majority of the population is vaccinated. If someone's listening to this, I'm vaccinated. I was vaccinated as a kid. So what can we do to detoxify our body from this? Because obviously it's in my body, all of these things right. that you read off. So is there something that we can do now that we're aware? I mean, masks are easy, right? Masks, we know we you know, try as much as we can not to wear them. And also, um, yeah. yeah, but you have to go back to try. Yeah, so not try as much as we can not to wear them. Yeah. Don't wear them. That's yeah. not God. No, no, thank you. You can't. And, and it's the American Disabilities Act in HIPAA. And most of America's not vaccinated. Who's not vaccinated? Oh, you're elderly. Me. I'm 62 years old. I got smallpox vaccine, the little cowpox they put under my skin, sub-Q. And that vaccine killed 7% of the people they gave it to. The susceptible. So that's why they don't give it anymore in part. But there's a long story about that. You can read all about small talks from Dr. Suzanne Humphrey's fabulous book, Dissolving Illusions. And so there are a lot of, of other noble warriors like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, 40,000 hours where you can learn in her vaccine research library at Baxter, her website, Baxter.com. You can get all of this information. This isn't me. This is thousands of pages of references, thousands of other doctors who managed to survive and not get killed. So what can you do? So and I, I didn't get a measles vaccine. I got a natural measles infection. 
I don't get breast cancer. We now learned that you don't get breast cancer if you if you develop that immunity as readily right. because it has to do with these human leukocyte antigens coming in and that's white blood cell leukocyte. So this is the immunology we've learned. So we learned all of this except for when the law stopped in 1986, the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Act shut it all down. They never had to look at it again. They never had to study because there is no liability. So what can you do? Well, then your generation knows, but new people that so are- So what are they doing with COVID? Well, what are they doing with COVID? Who's getting vaccinated? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the very first thing you can do for your whole audience is not another vaccine ever. <coughs> never. You're, because you're destroying your immune system. So you look plenty beautiful. So the good news is only the only the people with the most vaccines, I mean, really anybody who's susceptible, who has underlying genetic mitochondrial disorders, or or some people by, by definition, they have single nucleotide polymorphisms where their vitamin D receptors don't do the vitamin D. So vitamin D, go in the sunshine, go for walks, um, touch people, get natural herd immunity. Don't go outside now. Everything they've told us to do. Why would you lock all the public restrooms in every bath, in every um, gas station, every rest area on the road? I drive between Ventura and um, Carlsbad, where I am now and where we live. And my husband can't go to the bathroom. So what is he doing? He's peeing in the streets. Oh, that's how, is, is that good for us? Is that healthy? Does that, is that public health? You have to wear a mask when you're not coughing. You're not coughing on somebody. So go in the sunshine, vitamin C, no GMO, no GMO diet, no glyphosate, no, no fake food, no processed food, get healthy things, know your farmer, forget your doctor, never, ever, ever go. There's no such thing as a well baby visit. Why would you inject toxins into a well baby? It, and don't take a well person around sick people. So, so no vaccines, no drugs, get off their drugs, use cannabis, healthy healing cannabis, get yourself, um, drink quinine water, um, healthy food, healthy eggs, the fat phobia drove the de disease, the glyphosate's driving the disease. Our brains need is a big lump of fat with proteins in the middle of it. It's an energetic signaling system. We must have zinc. We're all mineral deficient. Walk in the sands, walk in the seawater, get minerals. You can detox, you know, I, 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 I usually don't give commercials, but quicksilverscientific.com. Uh -huh. So, and, and they had their detox, it's ultra binders, the only one to remove the radiation, you know, and the mercury and some of these other things, the mercury in particular, I, I should say the radiation, I'm wrong. But so then he has a liposomal vitamin C. Um, yeah. So you can do all of these natural products and stay well. But go outside, buy, you know, know your farmer, go out, be healthy, get exercise. I've gained 20 pounds sitting around here. My husband's gained 20 pounds. I had him in perfectly good health because of we did all of these things. No more vaccines, no more garbage food. So what can't we do? Oh, everything's closed. The farmer's market's closed. So what is everybody doing? Oh, ordering pizza? 
Pizza's glyphosate. You know, it's not good for you. Processed food. We're, you know, we're sitting around eating bad food because we can't buy healthy food. And they know it. So what's driving the disease? Oh, who was one of the people getting sick? Obesity. So you can't walk. You can't do calisthenics on a beach or yoga. You can't calm your mind from that anxiety, that IL-6. It's molecular. You're not crazy. You're angry when you're in a mask. You're, you're, you're being told that, that I'm irresponsible because I don't have a mask on. So we're generating hate, and that's driving disease. So go out and love everybody, hug everybody. We're not afraid of anybody. Um, and... Um, We'll all have our lives back. <laughs> I hope so. Um, but we have to do it. The only person that can do it is you and your audience. And so we're on we're on the front line. All those doctors that you know, and um, we're all on the front line talking to Mr. Trump, get doing anything we can to get people to hear. But if people get those flu shots in September. You can count on losing everything. And I mean our freedoms. Then you will drive another pandemic because the flu shot drove. It's clear the flu shots are driving the, the viruses around the world. Just, just, and it's clear to them. What I wanted too. to ask you is, um, you know, as people get these antibody tests, I wanted to ask you, are people who had received the flu shot, the ones that are showing up as having antibody, like how did these tests work? Now, well, the antibody test, antibodies are good for you. Yeah. So if you have oh, yeah. an antibody, you're by definition immune. Yeah. So you've been vaccinated. You but, know, so you've been vaccinated. So, um, and so, uh, so the yes, you probably got your antibody from a different shot. But one of the things that, that our science has shown clearly in a big study in the military by a guy named Wolf back in 17 and 18, if you get the flu shot, for whatever reason, it drives your susceptibility to COVID, to coronaviruses, whatever is the next coronavirus. So if you already have an antibody, the test says, IgG, you're past infection. Not later stage of disease like, they're, like the government is lying to us. It's not a later stage of disease. You're not more infectious. You're, le you're, not, you're immune. Mm -hmm. and, and this is what every vaccine says, right? Yeah. The only thing that has to qualify it as a vaccine is you make an antibody, even though they've never tested, so they don't know. And clearly they don't work. Um, and um, so all you have to make it is an antibody. So if you've already made an antibody, you're immune. Unless you have a and and and, and so that's that test. But the other tests, the PCR tests, aren't intended to be diagnosis, diagnostic. Because they only test conserved regions of the virus. So they're testing all coronaviruses and not that one strain. So they're driving the disease up and, and, and they're not making it strain specific, just that one strain. And they could do it, but they're not doing that because then they wouldn't have a problem um, because it's, it's the other coronaviruses. So they're lying about their disease. And then when you get in the hospital, if you're coughing or have that inflammatory signature, um, it's being called COVID. Well, I just told you I've got the same inflammatory signature for XMRV. So which is it? And, 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 and probably that is the truth. That, that what they are looking at is XMRVs from, from 10 years ago, and they are covering this up. Because as soon as they 
shut down and said XMRVs were all a hoax. It didn't exist. We took care of that, Mikevitz. She's gone. She won't ever hurt you again. Um, then they just started doing the research and calling coronaviruses. So COVID-19 really has nothing to do with that little, little to do with that one strain. Not saying it hasn't been there. I'm not saying it didn't kill the most susceptibles, just like the early days of HIV. But one agent alone doesn't cause disease. So in the early days of HIV, those people that died in the first rush, what was it? XMRV and HIV. So when you had those two from a contaminated blood supply, and God only knows how many else. I'm not saying it's two things. We've got simian virus 40, um, clearly from Bobby's forward, all the different things. I can show you all kinds of monkey viruses. Would no bar also be considered like one of those things that could, yeah. And that, those viruses never go away, do they? bar is 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 less than retroviruses because EBVs and herpes viruses they go dormant but they can be tethered like a string in the cytoplasm of the cell so again when the cell wakes up why would you stimulate your immune system wake up the white blood cells to those are the B cells they make antibodies that's how you remember it B cells make antibodies so you do um the B cells make the antibodies and so why would you wake them up? That's a vaccine's job, right? Drive antibody production. So what you're doing is waking up those viruses. And then when you're wearing a mask and immune suppressing yourself, so you're waking up even more. So you're causing the disease. And it was the vaccine and it didn't, it had nothing to do with the coronavirus. That's why we use fake tests. So don't let anybody test you. Don't let anybody test you. Don't let anybody take your temperature. Don't let anybody take your freedoms. Um, you know, if a store won't let you in because you don't have a mask on, don't go in the store. Go to your local little market because they'll let you in. They know they have clean food. We as an economy don't buy their garbage. Don't eat that junk food. It's killing you anyway. So the stores that are driving buying junk food, you know, are driving the disease. And why wouldn't they do that? And and they think they're doing good. I can't walk in and buy a roll of toilet paper, but I, but I can get a free flu shot and I can wear that mask while I'm shedding those influenza. So with the people with the flu shot are shedding the disease on the other people, the mask doesn't prevent the flu vi that virus from going through the tons of data on that. So, and you're making yourself sicker. So you got that. Flu shot. I love what you were saying too, because it's so funny. I, I, um, I either put like oil in my nose or my ears when I go on an airplane, like coconut oil, which is antiviral, or I'll put, right. um, I've been told to manuka honey is great to do. So when I was reading about how once you put the mask on, if you've been exposed to the virus, you can't excrete it anymore and you just keep breathing it. Right. It just made right. perfect sense. Like, why would I cover it up and just try and breathe it in if I'm like, all and you're breathing in all that awful jet fuel yeah. or the I mean, think about when you walk in that grocery, I can't even walk in there anymore. Those scents, those, those toxins, they're spraying down the little, the little uh, belt that they're every in between oh, everyone wow. choking on the chlorine and all that you're, you're, well, you know, literally seen in Mexico, the border, they're spraying disinfectant on people as they walk through. Right. Like, who is making up these rules? I mean, why do they think that spraying disinfectant on someone, if they already have it, like, that's not going to prevent them? Yeah. 
because they they because there aren't smart people like you, Nikki, and all the people that are waking up educating everybody. So now we're getting educated and now it makes perfect sense. Everybody can read our book and understand it. And then you start thinking about your own families and then you read that CDC excipient list. And there it says right there in the excipient list, what is in there? You can't deny it. It's in there. And so you know what the government did in 2019? So I was serving in vaccine court from 15 to 19 before they kicked me out, said I was an idiot and I couldn't come back. And they wouldn't pay. Here's, here's how good it gets. First, they said, we won't pay you. And we're like, yeah, we don't care. We don't work for money. And uh, <laughs> I use Banky Frankie. And then they said, we won't pay the lawyer and we'll guarantee the client loses. Oh, is that a, is that a fair court is that i mean there's nothing about vaccine court that is fair but at any rate so we keep on giving the opinions and we're showing exactly what covid-19 is vaccine injury we're showing the same cytokine storm we're showing the same mitochondrial dysfunction we're showing the same oxidative stress that glyphosate caused and glyphosate's in them too and then and then people with all these diseases are so so we can we can walk drink mineral waters right there at um you know deuterium depleted water i, I talk about dr laszlo boros uh, right here in california he's a pediatrician professor at ucla and um and 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 Dr. Petra Dorfsman, a naturopathic doctor who works with him, and so that that we translate, we as consultants work with patients to help get them look at their drug interactions, to help them get cured. We we send everybody to. There's good cannabis companies at Quicksilver Scientific. Um, you know, Zenesta now makes the great um, keto on demand to help clean up your liver and um, and and hemp oils, both broad spectrum and full spectrum. Fabulous! You just spray them in your mouth, and you're protected. Same thing as when you're on. A lot of people listening know a lot of this, so I'm so, and some people don't. So I'm so glad that you're saying all those detoxification um, things that we can do and methods. I'm so curious though, because we're never going to be able to, like, I'm never going to be able to get the monkey tissue and like none of that is going to come out. Well, but you don't need to, and that's why I said, you remember, we cured AIDS. What didn't we do? Doesn't matter if they have the infection, HIV. You know, they'll never get AIDS, which is the disease. The infection is not the disease. And I encourage everybody to listen to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's. Go to her Baxter class, her vaccine research library, because she says it's so clear. Her talk at Truth About Cancer last October and that at Anaheim, you can go to Truth About Cancer and you can see all our videos and our It was fabulous. It went even more things I didn't know was wrong with them because she's been working on it, you know, to two or three times longer than I have. So, so when you learn about that stuff, you don't need to get them out. HIV alone doesn't cause AIDS. I've got, you'll see in the first book, the lab workers are all getting infected. We listen to my voice. We got these things. So yep. I don't wear a mask because I, I, I've got the thing on my shirt saying, you can't ask what infection I have. So we never vaccinated an AIDS patient until HIV infected person until 2011. Wow. Oh, why did we do that then? Got to kill them real quick, or what I what I've um, shown to be true will be true. So the um, and you will bury them and call it COVID nineteen, and everybody can say, "See, there's no monkey tissue." You don't need to get it out. Your immune system keeps it quiet. Keep it latent. 
Don't wake it up. Eat healthy food. Keep your vitamin D receptors. 300 immune reactions, vitamin D receptors. Don't expose yourself to 5G, which if you have a, a familial history of hemochromatosis, um, that means you, you're hemoglobin separates from the the um the iron and the iron in the blood gives you that same disease signature so keep yourself away from 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 5g minimize your contact you know stay away from these phones on your brain which is also how they're tracking you don't allow them to chip you don't allow them to touch you don't allow them to take any away of your go to the swimming pool swim in the sun we had a great pool party go to church med Meditate. That's what Ken Brantley. They prayed for him. They're Christian missionaries. They prayed for him. We know the power of prayer. We know the power of calm. Go back to church on Pentecost Sunday, everybody. That's May thirty first. Go out for Memorial Day weekends and the pools open. <laughs> Get them. So it's free. As you you know, read all this off or say all this and. It makes so much sense and it makes someone wonder as big pharma starts to encroach on our civil liberties and the government, what can we do? Because my natural inclination, other than being vocal and posting people such as yourself, is to say, okay, I just need to get the heck out of here. I need to go buy land, be self-sufficient, and I just want to completely disconnect. I mean, I even have this phone right here. It's not a smartphone anymore. It's literally a... Um, you know, an old school phone with no internet even. So I'm just wondering, um, I mean, obviously I still go on the internet and I still know that, you know, there are certain things that are great to share information, but I want to know, and I think a lot of people want to know who are on the edge and freaking out right now about what they're going to do next, if they're going to mandate vaccines, people want to get the heck out. So what do you think? I mean, as someone who's been totally targeted your civil liberties were taken away and now you're not afraid to speak out. I mean, what can they do anything? No, no, but speak out and go out, take off the mask. What do I do? I won't put on a mask. I won't, I won't stay inside. You can't stop me from doing calisthenics on the beach. Uh, Jumping jacks, really? What does that have to do with public health? They, you know, if they, if they close the bathrooms, you know, I'll pee in the street. Um, you know, what, what we can do is say, no, you cannot stop somebody from peaceably assembling. We're going to go down to the beach and we're going to sit here. And if we all go out in mass, they can't arrest us all. But peaceably, this is civil disobedience on a peace. I can only say so much. Dr. Sherry, Dr. Suzanne, Dr. Andy, we can only do so much. And we've done it all. We've opened the door for you. And now you have to take back your health and your lives and, and, and not be afraid of them. Don't be afraid. I've been through all of it. And so I, I, feel, I still speak the truth in love. You're not going to scare me. I, I mean, I've been getting death threats. Yeah, I don't care. You know? I'm so curious. What, like, what? What's been going on since, I mean, they've been definitely taking down all those, um, yeah. all the videos on YouTube of you with pandemic. Yeah. Well, why would they take everything down? Censorship in America. Why would they take, they took down my, 
our website again. They took down our Truth About Cancer talk from last October. Oh, so when you start showing the world the truth, and, and when I finally started, you know, and, and the books are out with all the truth in them, nobody cared about this book because nobody in America will read this fat book. But this little book is really thin, and man, they have a lot of time since they're locked indoors and, and, so, and the internet and people are learning. So they take it down. So they censor it. Why can't we have a debate? Are you still on Amazon? Is the book? Yeah, they're still selling the book. Hey, they know money. <laughs> Amazon's not going to. That's what I told everybody. Pre-order the book. Now they said, oh, don't buy it. Oh, you can't. It's censored. We're going to take it all down. It's just making, it's driving the demand, just like the movie Vaxxed, when, when they kept it out of the film festival. Yeah, De Niro, remember? And yeah. and they kept that movie vaxxed out of the film festival. So and, and they said, oh, and nobody can watch it. So people went in droves to watch it. You know, the government can't cover up the whistleblowers very much longer. And that's why this one, if if people, if we, if we, if you ever get another vaccine, when everybody wakes up and says, no, thank you, no, clean it up, clean it up. And clean it up and we'll take it. Give me one safety test, moratorium until all safety tests, because what are we going to see? Oh, wait a minute, everybody's healthy. Watch the movie Vax to the People's Truth. See, I'm giving your audience weapons. Watch the people's truth. Look and see who's healthier. You can see the heaviest vax are the sickest. The unvaxed aren't sick at all. And all the doctors on there said, eh, they didn't tell us anything about vaccines. It was like nutrition in the 60s. You know, they didn't want to drive nutrition because it's free. You know, I can I can drink raw cannabis juice or eat a gummy and, and sleep like a baby and prevent any of this anxiety from bothering me. It's our natural endocannabinoid system. So I think the best thing, I have to get off in a couple minutes, but I think the best thing for your audience is um, Autism One Virtual Summit. That's the only thing we left on our website. And you can go there through Dr. Sherry Tenpennies. You can go there through any of the speakers, autismone.org, from the 20th through the 24th. How to Heal Milk, Dr. Richard Deeth, Dr. Arthur Krugsman, diabetes. We can show all of these comorbidities, how to heal them, how to prevent them. It's all there. And we're all sitting there on our computers from the 20th, 20th, to 24th, as if it were a virtual exhibit hall. So you can sign up to go in the chair and sit and talk to Dr. Judy. And it's free to sign up. Go in there, right. sign up. Talk to anybody you want, Dr. Sherry, Dr. Um, I think Bobby Kennedy's there, Del Bigtree's there, Dr. Richard Deeth, Dr. Um, so uh, Marco Ruggiero, Dr. Um, um, so you can learn about GC Map and so lots of new healing nutrition all there. Um, Are you, you know, able to access it afterwards? Just because this podcast will actually be coming out later, but. Yeah. We'll be able to access and, and say you don't have time. So it's, it's probably a lot like the truth about cancer or any of these lovely summits, online summits. If you don't have time, just buy the whole thing ahead of time and watch it at your leisure. You get a hard copy. You get a, you get a book to follow along. So it's up to you at what level and, and what it's worth to you. And it's probably not much more than, you know, a hundred dollars for the whole series um, for people to buy it. And I, I don't really know because I just encourage everybody to go there for free and, and and see and, and different people like I'll be I'll be autographing or um, books 
So you can come in and I'll um, autograph books and mail them to you. Um, and, uh, and they're hard to find right now. So I got a few. Um, or, or And the other place to go is unisonbooks.com forward slash playing. They've got autograph copies already there that we're, we're in the process of finishing. We did a virtual signing. So we did a virtual signing. So they're autograph copies. So, you know, there, there are things available for everybody in the education. So it's all there for your audience. That's why this was the perfect timing. I'm sure Chris Shade will be there with new products at Quicksilver. And for the last three or four years that he and I have been going there together, we've been complimenting our talks. So it's very important. We've been making sure they compliment. So I'm going to say good night to your audience for oh, now. I'm going to go back on Wendy Silver so much. It was so wonderful to meet you. Thank you so much for your courage. We love you. And uh, so such a wonderful talk. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're a regular listener of The Fullest Podcast or a reader at thefullest.com, then you probably know I'm really passionate about living a non-toxic lifestyle. And this includes not just what I put in or on my body. It also extends to the products that I use in my home. And traditional home scenting products just mask odors using chemicals and synthetic fragrances which can be super harmful to breathe in on a daily basis. So I'm super happy and excited to announce our recent partnership with Vitruvi, a brand that creates beautiful diffusers and non-toxic essential oils naturally and safely scenting your space. Unlike most diffusers, Vitruvi diffusers are crafted using the highest quality porcelain. They're gorgeous and they double as sophisticated pieces of decor in your home. Vitruvi also blends unique aromas to help you set the mood as well. So I'm really excited that they're offering fullest listeners and readers 20% off. All you have to do is go to their website and use code THEFULLEST at checkout and you get your 20% off for first time orders. So let me know what you think. Check them out. I'm really, really passionate about using aromatherapy when you're stressed out, when you're feeling bummed or just need something to light up your day. It's really, really powerful and it makes you just feel great. So let me know what you think. 20% off using code THEFULLEST. I'm really excited to be offering this to you guys. Thanks so much.